Welcome back to the More Than Different podcast, episode three, the lifestyle edition. There's something about a Thursday that I just love. I don't know what it is. I just love me a good Thursday. Recording this on Thursday night, heading into Friday. It's a gorgeous day out today. A lot of a lot of good stuff. C-Mac, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm getting some uh, some spring weather feels. I know a little glimpse, a little glimpse. I saw the the snow is starting to evaporate, and another I think another fifty degree day tomorrow, and then the weekend's looking pretty pleasant as well. So that's scary. Good. The groundhog might not have seen his shadow. Be I yeah, know. I think you might be right on that There's one. Fibbers out there. Yeah, some big fibbers. Don't believe what you see. So anyway, about two weeks ago on our first episode, we talked about goals and i did say i was going to do it the week later but we've been a bit busy you've been getting dubs i've been squandered with schoolwork and and getting back healthy so we weren't able to record last week but for those who missed it my goal was to solve the rubik's cube on the pod in under three minutes and i gotta be true to my word so i gotta do it real quick uh c-mac indulge yourself in something while i prove to the viewers that i'm really that you're him you're hemi yeah dude i'm him if he mozgov get a timer let me start the timer yeah get the timer going and i will get this thing off. all right ready yeah born ready go Go. timer started now for those for those people who are goal-oriented people are trying to get into it um you know not all your first goals are going to get completed right off the bat <laughs> yeah tell them. like I, my my goal yeah for the for the new viewers here the first episode when we we're talking about goals and having goal-oriented schedules um my goal is to, to wake up at 6 a.m every day for a week straight um now now we're looking i think what are we two weeks in now since that podcast episode yeah i uh i failed to wake up at 6 a.m which uh which you know any day for seven straight days so Uh, don't let that defer you guys to having actual you know to getting back on track and starting another goal but i think one advice that i should give is um don't set your bar extremely high when you're when you're trying to hit a milestone start with you know a very um you know feasible goal to start like if you're used to waking up at eight or nine you're trying to wake up at six trying to wake up at seven for a week straight and then the next week wake up at six for a week straight now they say it takes like you know some people say it takes 90 days other people say it takes 60 days um to you know, make a habit, you know, master a habit and make that a part of your day-to-day life. So I definitely don't get um, deterred by failing your first habit, which, which is what I did. So I'll be back. I'll be back stronger in the future. Maybe I'll start, maybe next week I'll do 7 a.m. every day. We'll see how that goes. They'll come, see? They'll come. It always does. You got two two ten B. Oh, 
Oh, that's lovely. I'm, I'm getting right in the right into prime time right about now. See, getting ugly. <laughs> Not for me though, brother. There we go. There she is. She is pretty. Two thirty. Two thirty left. Two thirty in. Dude, what? You're kidding me. Holy shit. Holy fucking smokes, I got my money up. <laughs> Dude. Nah, chill. Hold on. Oh, there we go. Hold on. In game pressure. It's not practice, Brennan. I'm gonna get it. Oh, baby. Dude, pressure bust pipes or makes diamond C. Give them the countdown. Hey, blame me, brother. No, <laughs> three twelve. That's still ah. solid. That's three minutes more than I could do. All right, we'll take it. Well, anyway, put your mind <laughs> to something you can you can achieve goals, baby. Oh, so I got a game tomorrow. I'm back from injury. I will solve that cube twice before a game. I, I've decided that's going to be my ritual. Get me locked in. Put me in the zone. So. Why, why do you want that a part of your, your ritual? What's the, I think the, the, the challenge, or not even challenge, it's just inevitable and in competing is the performance anxiety. Start predicting what might happen, playing possibilities in your head, and, and hopefully having positive thoughts, but in some cases thinking the worst of, of things and you start getting nervous and, and whatnot. So I think... When you indulge yourself in a Rubik's Cube, for those three minutes, all I could think about was the cube and seeing the different patterns and uh, whatnot. So it's, like so a, it's, it's a way. To it's, center your mind. Like an aspect of like meditation, kind of. Like you, that's kind of like a way you do it pregame just to clear your mind, right? Yeah. Slow the mind down. Focus it on one thing. All right. Well, speaking of uh, your upcoming game, just to backtrack a little bit, for the people that don't know, you've been out for a while. Show, show them that gnarly scar you have. Gnarly little scar on the hand. So you, um, had, so you had surgery about what did? What uh, was I, I fractured my hand on December 17th. I had surgery December 23rd. And so this today is seven, seven weeks since the surgery. Eight weeks since the seven oh. weeks since the surgery. Eight weeks since the injury. So it's been a while and it's been a challenge, but man, it feels good to be back. So, and, so talk to the people about that process, what it's like losing, you know, a part of your day and, and, you know, a part of, you know, your pride, right. Which is basketball, your, your love, losing that for a brief amount of time and how that adjusts your mindset and, and your approach, um, you know, to, to, your day and, and what how your goals change and, and you know how you keep your mind right through the, that time when you really can't do anything with a ball yeah I think it wasn't too much of a I didn't let it become too much of a mindset change but it did have to become a, a approach change it was it was tough I think the initial shock of it was damn i well finding i had to get surgery was was real stunning because it's not at all what i thought happened when i kind of just dislocated it 
and then I think once I accepted it, I said, all right, well, for the next eight weeks, I, or seven, six, seven weeks, I'm not going to be able to play. I'm a, I'm a captain of the team. So I got to be a leader. I got to stay involved. I got to do what I can, but the reality is this opens up a lot of time. So it became, all right, well, how can I optimize the time? So I write with my left hand. This is one of the things I'm most proud of throughout this whole time off is I write with my left and this is the hand I fractured. So for several weeks, I was unable to really write with the left hand. And so for every day from the day it happened, I started writing with my right hand, like in a journal and it was pitiful looking, but it got better and better. And it went from abysmal to beautiful. And so now on any given day, I can just say, Hey, I'm feeling like writing with the right and I'll go to the right. If I want to write with the left, go to the left. So I will never be fatigued as a writer, which is pretty, pretty cool. And it's good for the mind. So, and then it allowed me to put a lot of time into the brand, which is great because right now it's tough and school and, and other indulgences that such as like this Rubik's cube, little things like that, just knocking down goals, keeping that same mindset of, that drive to to be the best and be the best version of myself and to get shit done as we say so you're a gsd guy be able to say one thing one thing i think you know goes along with approach and, and even mindset is when something like that happens which people obviously would label that as, as a negative event you know put a negative connotation on that that injury that surgery but one way to help you get through that and to even like excel you know, and surpass people even with that injury is thinking of it as a positive, you know, to, to, you know, as little extent or as big an extent as you want, like think of everything in a positive way. If something in your mind that you label as negative happens, um, you know, is this really bad? You know, maybe like if someone says, Oh, that sucks, you know, that'll really kill your season. Like, Oh, maybe, you know, that really kill you. Yeah, that right. may be, you know, you, do, I don't know if it's good or bad. You know, I don't know what good is going to come of this. I don't know what bad is going to come of this. So just keeping an open mind and trying to see, you know, the light, you know, through darkness and dark events like that. Right. So you saw, yeah. you saw the positive aspect of that and you said, All right, I'm going to focus on building a business more, working on my writing and, and becoming be- a better leader. And you no, know, the long run that helps the team now that you're back you're a better leader and you can help them on the court so yeah. i think for, for people out there you know and there's i mean there's a millions of injuries every year i mean it's yeah it's, i've been through it i broke my hand i've had hip problems knee problems i've had it all oh uh, yeah, you've been through the ringer there's nothing yeah i'm getting old i'm getting up there yeah you're getting up there no that that's a good point i think one of the one of the things i noticed about being injured for a while was you know, you take things for granted. And and that's something that we all do inevitably in certain times and situations, whether it's people or endeavors, but having, you know, basketball taken away was, was really tough, especially my senior year, our our team, uh, the games I was able to play in, we we were doing great and and they've, we've done great since, but, and now we're back and, and it's a good time to peak. But regardless, missing games, watching games sucks. There's no way around it. But it's the same thing with time. 
I think many people took for granted to take COVID. You really think about it. We It said, all right, we're going to stop the whole world, which was insane that it happened. But it also was like, hey, everything's on pause. You don't have to worry. I mean, some people had to worry about jobs. Shout out to the frontline workers, all that. But a lot of people, everything just paused. And it was, all right, you take this time for yourself. How are you going to use it? And then when everything resumed again, now people are overwhelmed or they didn't optimize their time. So for me, I thought, all right, well, I'm hurt, but now I got a lot of time to put in other things and to elevate myself so that when I am back, I'm mentally stronger. I'm more well-rounded. I got other interests so that this one injury can't control my whole disposition all the time. So you know, yeah. taking advantage of opportunities, seeing, you're right, seeing the, the good with the bad is is huge. Yeah. I mean, and we're not, you know, sure, Cody. I mean, you know, you, I mean, you had a tough time first wrapping your head around the fact that you were getting surgery. And when you did get surgery, you know, it wasn't easy in the beginning. You know, you weren't immediately thinking, oh, what do I have to improve on now? You know, it's, yeah. it's I no. think it was, it was a sense of you had a strong support system around you that helps you kind of wrap your head around the fact that, all right, I have, this is something that's here. It's real. I have to deal with it. And how am I going to handle it? You know, it's not, I can't just, you know, make a wish and have it go away. It's, it's now my destiny's in my hands for the next seven weeks. No pun intended since your hand was broken. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I think having a strong support system around you is definitely um, an aspect of, uh, how you, you definitely can uh, improve drastically in, in other areas and and spend your time wisely, which is I think a good segue. Um, yeah, into what we were going to talk about. Yeah, into with, the other subject. Why don't you dive into that, B? Yeah, you you introduced it well with with the support system and how important it is and who you're surrounded by, and we we say we're all a product of our environment and in many ways. Or another term or phrase I use is you hang out with bums you become a bum (laughs) so the people you're around and who surround yourself with and who you let in your corner have a immense impact on you so what I want to talk about is or just what you think about the ability to inevitably you grow up with people you have friends you have family but maybe you grow to realize that they're not the people that are really elevating who you are or that you're being your best self around or that they're bringing the best out of you. And so you got to be able to walk away or go a different direction or say no to them when they ask you to do something or or it just doesn't quite align with who you are or or your lifestyle and the ability to, to say no. I, I don't know what your take is on that. I think it's a powerful thing the ability to say no to people and to people you're close with because ultimately who we let in our corner has a heavy influence on our actions and our lives yeah definitely and I think it's not just saying no to who but what at the same time and it can also be within your own head like for example I think limiting limiting the amount of um distractions um, around you at first, I think is a great starting point before even getting the chance to have to decide whether you're going to say yes or no. Like, for example, 
you know, where you do your schoolwork or where you do your work shouldn't be the same place or the same room as where you sleep, right? Or where you lie down, right? Because yeah. then, then you'll have in your head, oh, I could do this or I could just lie down and go on my phone. You have to, I think, control your environment in the sense of you can't, um, you know, interweave and intermesh between things that you do that don't help you and don't, you know, benefit yourself and help you grow with what, you know, helps you, um, you know, grow, grow as a person, which I think when your work, um, your hobbies, staying active, I think those are all positive actions, you know, and mixing that with laziness, which is what we spoke of in the previous episode. I think making sure you're, you're separating your environments in that sense. And then also on top, people, I think, underestimate the fact that, you know, the people that you surround yourself with really do make a big impact on yourself, whether whether yeah. you, you realize that or not. And, it, and it's not like it's just saying no, it doesn't have to be like the most extreme thing, right? It can just be your friend saying, oh, why don't you just come over and watch TV tonight? Like we're all coming over and we're all going to watch, you know, this movie or, or this game or we're going to play video games. And, you know, you have work to do or, you know, you could, you know, say go work out and work on your craft or, or work on this <clears throat> invention you've been you've been plugging away at or you want to go to the lab, you know, with you with your other friends and really plug away at this, this school project that, you, you know, you have a lot of passion about. It's like. It's like not fearing in the fact, not fearing and disappointing your friends, right? When you two don't have the same aligned goals in some sense. And it's not, it's not wrong to, to disagree, right? No, not at all. You shouldn't, I think people sometimes fall in love too much with making other people happy, right? You know, and if, you know, if you have differences with others, with, uh, you know, what you want to do, uh, what your goals are, you know, short-term, long-term, you know, some people just don't like the fact that you're not uh, doing what they're doing at that time. You're not giving them the time of the day to do something either lazy or, you know, something that's just not in your interest at the time. No, that's a great point. I, the, yeah, it comes from, from discipline. And, and I think you alluded to that just at the end, having friends, or people in your corner who you're able to say no to and they understand and they respect it or they're able to say no to you and you're able to receive that and respect it. I think that's when you know those people are really with you and yeah, they understand they understand your lifestyle, what you're trying to get at. And they only are helping you in that way and are a positive influence on your life. And then those who, you know, question it or really nudge you to, to come or, or whatever the case may be, any hypothetical scenario, I think those are the ones where maybe they don't really respect what you're getting at in your life. And those are the ones you got to be able to separate from. So it's a important ability to have that we all struggle with at certain times because there is such a tendency to just want to make others happy. Yeah. or say the thing that is is easy but yeah i mean and it's, i think it's also a balance of um you know making sure you're having time to spend with with your friends right and it doesn't have to be the most efficient time right it's just 
time to unwind, making sure, you know, you give your mind a break, you give your body a break, and you're just relaxing, having a good time with your friends. And I think we both have good, you know, support systems in our, our in, in, in the friends that we, we surround ourselves with and the people that we surround ourselves with, which is, I think is great. It's powerful. I mean, I know, <clears throat> you know, what I do, people will support, people that are around me will support what I do. Um, you know, at times, people, you know, you'll get backlash just in jokingly manners, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, it's all love. You just, you just have to understand that. And it just depends on how close you are with your friends and, and to the extent at which the support you're going to get. And, and there's definitely going to be instances throughout your life where you're like, look back and be like, oh, that was a time where I realized that he's really, you know, on, he or she is really on my side. Right. Yeah. I think, yeah making sure you understand where you're at with, with who you surround yourself with and, um, you know, checking yourself when you're really not in the best situation. Right. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's all controllables. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, a lot of the stuff is, is we wouldn't really talk about stuff that's out of our control because, you know, there's not much we can do about it. That's great stuff. I wanted to, I got to share this little story before we get into our uh, MTDs of the day. It's a, it's a good, it's a good segue into the word of the day, B. Why don't you kick it off? Yeah, it is a good word, segue into the word of the day. So just the other day, it, you know what it reminded me? It made me just realize that there's, there's a lot of good in the world. We, we often critique how much bad there is, how divided we are. People are this and that. This small moment that I'm about to explain just made me think that there's a lot of good. So I, I went in before school. I got a little head start to stop at the convenience store, get a little water. I'm trying to hydrate more. There's a habit. I'm trying to get drink more water. There you go. So I went in to buy a water and I go in and I go get the water. I'm about to pay for it. And there's a guy in front of me buying his whatever he was getting. I think, uh, I don't know what it was, just a snack and a drink. And he says, oh, no, I got it, man. So he takes the takes the water, he pays for it, and I, I'm in shock. And just a water, whatever, $2. And he's just, and I'm just sitting there, don't know what to say. And he just grabs out of my hand. He's like, oh, I'll pay for that. I got that. And so, you know, he, he gets the water, and we chat, and I get to know him. Or he just, I just introduce myself. He's like, where do you go to school? And I said, oh, I'll go to nobles right down the street and he was like oh man we play sports i play basketball i was like what's your name um and he was like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna goo you i'm gonna i want to keep a tab on you like let's send me or i'm gonna look at your, your schedule you go to nobles he was like i try to catch a game all this little small talk that, that made me feel so valuable valuable exactly and i know i introduced i tell him my name he tells me his name I get in the car and I tell him, hey, man, I appreciate you. This goes a long way. It made my day. And I get in the car. I'm about to pull out. He he got in his car. He gets out. He bangs on the window. He goes down the window. And he's like, hey, what are you listening to? And I was just listening to some rap song. And he says, hey, look me up. I'm on Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, anything. And his name, his rap name is E, E, his own little letter, Jake. So, Everyone who listens, go just give him some listens on, on Apple Music, whatever you listen to. I listen to a couple of songs. He's got some good stuff. Well, I told him he's, he's, got a, he's got a lifelong supporter. That small act of kindness 
makes me want to do something similar to someone else because um, I know how it how it made me feel him doing that. So if you can do that to the next person, it goes a long way. I had to share that. Shout out to him. Only the best. He's a real, one. He's a real one. He is a real one for that. Small things go a long way. All right. So that should lead right into the word of the day, C-Mac. With that, yeah, with that being said, word of the day is laudable. So that means – anything that uh, praiseworthy praiseworthy actions so you know that that was definitely a laudable action by him and it's something that you can do every day and it's not something that you want to you know chase after the praise but it, you could have you know your own personal goals for you know i want to have a, you know a, one laudable action per day that you know i can you know self praise myself you know pat myself on the back for something whether it's you know yeah, I'm going to hold the door for someone, um, you know, as I walk into a building, I'm going to wait that extra couple seconds, you know, I'm going to say hi to everybody I walk, I walk by, yeah. right, you know, you know, say everyone's name when you talk to them, right, just to make them hear their name and, and feel, you know, wanted um, in the midst of hard times, right, and, uh, and, and it can go into sports, right, you want to, you know, you want to dive on the floor five times, right? You want to, right? Like you want to do the gritty stuff for your team. So those are laudable actions. And then I think, uh, you know, not chasing after the praise, but, you know, making sure, um, you know, what you do on a day-to-day basis. You know, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you know, you were, you were a, you know, a laudable person. So where are the days laudable? I like that. Great word. All right. It is Black History Month, um, a month to celebrate Black history. So one of the greatest Black writers of all time, if not the greatest, James Baldwin, The Fire Next Time, uh, incredible book. It's two letters written by him that were a huge voice of the civil rights movement when the book came out and incredibly recommended for everyone to read uh, quick read great read very powerful and resonated a lot with me when I read it he talked about his experience as a black man in America and and race relations so very present today unfortunately still battling the same same battles and fights but uh, what we can do is is learn and educate so in honor of black history month James Baldwin terrific read the fire Mm -hmm. next time with that being said said, uh, another edition of black history month you know as you guys see on our shirts we're not wearing more than different today crenshaw we got two shirts that say crenshaw and um the the clothing brand it's a clothing brand called the marathon clothing which was originated by nipsey hustle the late nipsey hustle who was a uh the late great yeah late great businessman entrepreneur uh you know rap artist grammy nominated um husband yeah yeah father and whatnot and uh and he and he is self-made man you know invested in himself became a grammy nominate grammy grammy nominated artist and you know i still you know he, you know is my most played artist in, in my uh my music so uh definitely inspirational and, and you know he launched this whole clothing brand and we still support him to this day so other than more than different, this is, re- this is really the only other brand I show love to. Yes. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean? Because I think he shares the same values and um, 
you know, he, he had, he had a brand and an idea and, and uh, you know, a lifestyle and a way about him that, you know, is something that, you know, we strive to, to show in our brand and, uh, you know, try to carry in our day-to-day life, which, you know, guys take close listen to that, old, that song in our last, uh, our last song of the day. Face the, face the world. world. All right, what's the song of the day? The song of the day is Summertime in That Cutlass by Nipsey Hussle. Lock it in. Cue that up, Flick. <laughs> we'll see y'all next week. Hope you enjoy this pod. Check out our and our Instagram, MT the Movement. Got a new little clothing uh, Valentine's Day collection drop. Probably still available, although they're selling real fast. Shout out to all our buyers and all our supporters all the listeners of the pod seeing a lot of ladies out there with our hoodies yes a lot of them a lot of them i don't know if your man's getting them or if it's the other guy but hurry up you better hurry up hurry up up, would you hurry up we'll see y'all next week